This is the Know Yourself Podcast. What's good? It's your boy and host, Marshall Hodge, and welcome to the podcast, yo. I believe that the most important thing in life is to figure out who you truly are before people and society told you who to be. You see, growing up, we are told who we should be and how we should live. My sole purpose is to help people break free from other people's expectations and beliefs that have been embedded in us from birth. This whole podcast is predicated on giving you practical knowledge and value that will help and inspire you on your journey of self-discovery. I will be interviewing inspiring people who are currently on their own personal journey of knowing themselves and hopefully by hearing their story, it will give you inspiration that you can apply to your own life and journey. Episode 2 Currently traveling Southeast Asia, he is doing what he truly loves. He is traveling the world and creating beautiful content via photo and video. While growing up in Tallahassee, Florida, he realized that the typical school system wasn't working for him. For three years after finishing high school, he decided to forego college and to take a full-time job at a tire shop. He was working 60-hour weeks in the shop, and although he was making a decent amount of money, the tire shop wasn't fulfilling him. After this, he decided to try out college. After a year of college, he decided that the college wasn't in fact for him. He began to develop a love and interest for content creation. He sold his mountain bike in order to purchase his first professional camera. He began to get an interest in traveling shortly after, and that's where he is today, currently traveling and exploring other parts of the world with his camera. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Ingram. Sean! What's up, dude? Can you see me? How's it going? Yeah, all, I can see you. All good to see you in here? Alright, let's see. Yeah, it might be a little bit noisy. Some people just came down here. It's all good. So, we good? Yeah, it should be, should be good. Dude, you're in Thailand right now? Yeah, I'm in Thailand. Nice. How long have you been Where there? Are you? I'm, 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 a Miss, I'm a Mississippi right now. Alright. I think I've been here. Dude, I don't know. I lost track of time. Two days? Like a week, maybe like, Something like that. We'll yeah, estimate. I literally don't know. So you're in they Thailand? They like, asked me when I got here, and I was like, uh, I'm staying 10 days, 8 days? I, I, I don't know. I just, sure. just kind of like mushes together. So for anybody who doesn't know who you are, who might be listening to this, give us a little brief background, like how you, where you were, where you, where you grew up, how you were raised, and kind of, kind of a brief walkthrough of where you are in, are you 21 years old now, yeah? 20, 23. 23, 23. So you're 23, yeah. walk us through a little bit of um, your beginning stages of life and how you got to 23. All right, so I kind of took a different route. Uh, I mean, I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, it's FSU, big big party school. So in high school, I was kind of exposed to all that. So I had seen that and grown up. But growing up in Tallahassee, I didn't want to stay there and deal with that and just see the same things over. And you see people there. They kind of get stuck. I'm sure it's the same yeah, in Mississippi, yeah. like in your town. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's certain people you know. Like you're like, these people are just going to like stay here. And some people, they love it. Like that's if, if you love it, like more power to you but I wanted to get out I wanted to try new things I wanted to see new people and like experience everything I could so during high school uh, I just kind of knew the regular school system wasn't working for me I was getting so bored in class I just couldn't handle it so I did online school and graduated online like I was the first graduating class in Florida for full online Mm -hmm. so I did that my senior year and then I actually got a like a full-time job working at like a tire shop I ended up working there ended up um, actually for going college like I didn't want to do college right away I knew like just like at high school I knew like it wasn't for me right away not not I didn't want to do it right out of high school and mm-hmm. so I decided to get a full-time job so I worked for about two and a half three years 
made good money, had like a lot of fun. I was like, all right, well, maybe I'm going to try this college thing. So actually my mom moved to Atlanta and then I decided, all right, I'll move to Atlanta. I'll check that out. And I decided to try community college. I loved it. It was a tiny school though. It was probably, we probably had like 12 people per class. I mean, it was mm-hmm. very small. Uh, it's in Stone Mountain, Georgia. I don't know if anybody knows where that is. Georgia. It's, it's it, Georgia. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just near Atlanta, but it's just, uh, it's a cool little spot, but tried that, did that for like, I, I want to say six months. And then I ended up going to uh, UT Chattanooga, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, mm-hmm. trying that out. I probably only stuck with that. I mean, one, I think it was like one semester. And then I realized, I was like, I mean, you get thrown in the big classrooms, you get thrown. And like I, I, in high school, I had like a 3.8 GPA. I, I, I'm not like 3.8. Yeah, I had a 3.8. And like, okay. I, I learn really quickly, and I just get so bored of like classroom environments. I just, I just can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Just too, too much sitting and like not enough like doing and learning. Like I'm very hands on. Mm-hmm. I can't sit, listen to somebody. Um, so yeah, I tried that one semester, and I was like, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And so about that time, I picked up a real camera. Like before, I'd been using GoPro for everything, so just kind of shooting GoPro and all that. And I picked a real camera, kind of figured out. And I love this. This is what I want to do. Like, I don't know how I'm going to figure this out. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I just kind of hit the ground running. And from then on, I've just kind of been trying to travel as much as I can. Trying to, I mean, even if it's like a low-paying job, just taking anything that seems like it's going to make me move forward. If it's not going to help me, if it's not going to push me forward, I'm, there's no point. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's for somebody else, to help somebody else. Like, I mean, I, don't, I love helping other people. I don't mind at all. Yeah. Um, so you basically you grew but, up yeah. you grew up basically in the mainland. You said Florida, yeah, yeah. Pensacola, something yeah. like that. Tallahassee. Nice. So yeah, Tallahassee. Pensacola area. Yeah. So kind of kind of landlocked. It's Florida, but it's it's landlocked. So mm-hmm. and so you're a content creator right now, and basically uh, pretty much everyone we hear about beginning content creators pretty much start on the GoPro. So yeah, like at what point did you kind of step away from the GoPro and then move on to like DSLR or like you have a Sony right now? Um, yeah. So was that um, recently, or when did, yeah, you, when, when did you decide to make that investment in, like, getting more serious? It was only about, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. See, what's a month? Are we in, yeah, well, March show, probably, maybe a little over a year ago. Uh, I had a mountain bike, and I was mountain biking at the time. It was a nice mountain bike, and so I decided to sell that, and that's how I got my first camera. Just got, like, a Sony A7 Mark II with, like, a kit lens. Yeah. I loved it. It was, it was a lot for me, though. I mean, it was not really a beginner's camera mm-hmm. uh, so it was kind of tough getting learning for it and then I realized how much I love video so I switched to the a6500 and really got into video with that and I've just kind of been traveling around and working I guess we'll talk about that in a second kind of work away and for stuff sure. like that uh, we'll, we'll get to that definitely um so oh, yeah. you said we talked when, when we were talking um when we were in Maui you were talking about how you were worked for a car job or something like that um like an, an auto sales job yeah. A, a car okay, auto yeah, sale. Yeah, so, I, so like, did I you do, right after high school or what? What was that? Yeah. So, so actually, it was during high school. So my, during my senior year, when I was doing online classes, um, I had a lot of free time today because online classes they don't take that much time uh, if you do it right. Some of them do, but most of them. And don't. you said you graduated so high school early, yeah? Because you had you did no, no, high- it, was, it, it was all on time. But I mean, I just okay. Like, so you did high school I, actually online. You didn't actually go yeah, to senior. Whole, my whole senior year. Was all online, so you didn't even go to school. Wow, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even heard of that until you told me that. I was like, "What? I should, no, no, right. I should have done so, that." So, so the weird thing about it, so I actually did it my junior year too, but 
and I think I did my sophomore year too, but the school system, like, so I did, I switched between public and private. I kind of hopped around schools. The public school was not about it. They did not, like, my guidance counselor was not about, like, telling, like, I, like, we knew what we could do. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, like, you can't do that. You, cause they did not want, like, me not taking classes at the public school. They were not about me doing something else. So, like, you have to, like, really, like, if you want to do something like that, you have to, like, really, like, want it. And you have to, like, be a jerk sometimes and, like, be assertive because otherwise they're just going to walk all over you yep. and like you're going to just end up I mean mm-hmm. like for me I when I first started online school I did like my first morning class and I think our school started at like 6 like 6 or something like that so I was like alright <laughs> I'm going to sleep in an extra hour take yeah. that class online and then go to school and so you, said, you, you said you had a lot of free time right like online classes oh, yeah. yeah so you could yeah. you didn't have to yeah, stick to so the regular 8am to 3pm exactly. like, yeah. yeah so if you wanted to wake up and go I don't know like I was really into mountain biking and like free diving at that time. So if I wanted to go dive in the spring, I could dive in the spring, come back, and I might not even have to do any homework that day. I might have already done it, or I might mm-hmm. just do it the next day. So, well, like you said, yeah. like in high school, you you started to get into auto mechanics, so you probably had time yeah. to work for that. So let's get into that. Like, what made you want to yeah. go into that? I know you said you're interested in cars. I was looking through your like early Instagram pages, and like you're yeah. really into cars. So I guess that was what inspired you to go into that. But like. What kind of what kind of was going through your mind and your route to decide to work with with auto and cars? So, I mean, I got a job at a tire shop, so that kind of I mean, I've always been in the cars and always gone to big races and stuff and checked it out. Mm-hmm. And they would send me to these races and, like for free and just pay for my stay and everything. Yeah, uh, as like a work like being nice like reward. And so that kind of got me hooked again. And I've always wanted to race cars, and so having that job and just kind of being around cars all the time wanted me to. I kind of wanted to race cars more, so I ended up building a car and doing all that. I spent so much money on that. Like, if I had the money, I saved up. But like, we, like we were talking about, you said you were making the money, so like you could spend yeah. it. Like the money you were but making, I was making the money, and I was just spending it. Yeah, right. I mean, I was making good money, but I was just spending it right away on car parts and track days and tires and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said you said you eventually like quit the job. Like what? Yeah. Like so. What what went into you just into your decision to like step away from like the comfortability of having that steady paycheck into like getting into more video stuff? Where you kind of had to start from the bottom again from that. Yeah, um, I mean it is scary, especially you don't really have a backup plan. I mean you're kind of the same way. Like we just we just kind of have to go, and like there's no backup plan. And so when I left, I knew I was working like sixty hours a week, and I was getting like 30 minute lunches and working so like almost a 12 hour day and like dude that takes a toll on you like I had I was 20 I was 19 20 I had like no life uh my friends would go out and stuff like that and I was like I'm just too tired like 60 hours a week like in a physical job too uh and then in sales too it was very very stressful so basically you you told yourself like okay I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life I'm gonna I'm gonna figure something out and that's, that's basically what you told yourself exactly yeah like I mean some people wanted to be in sales the rest of their life. That's great. But like, I was just like, I'm not going to sit here and sell things for the rest of my life. I just, I'd rather do something that gives me more meaning and gives me a little bit more gratitude, I guess, or gives me something, something better. Mm-hmm. So even though you were making like pretty good money and you could definitely yeah. be comfortable off of it, like, no, I was making like, yeah, as much as people make coming out of college and like, I was happy, but like, I just, I don't know you, that. So basically it doesn't equal yeah. happiness. Really. Yeah, for sure. So I was going to get to that. So, that yeah. the you leaving that job like that basically says that you don't like value like you don't put your happiness into money like you decided to did you did you decide to spend a lot of time with yourself to figure out 
right, I'm going to figure something out on what I love to do, and I'm going to figure out how to make money doing that, or I'm going to try to at least. Like, See, I mean, at that point, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I had, uh, I had another boss at one time. He said, man, what do you, what do you want to do? Like, I was always leaving that job. I actually went back to the same company when I worked as in Atlanta for like three months just to get, get some money to catch up. And I left that, but they knew I was leaving. I told him I can only work a couple months. He's like, man, what do you want to do? What do you love? What's your passion? And at that point, I still didn't know. So you, you really didn't have a I was, plan. I mean, you really didn't I'm, have a plan at all when you, when you started to leave the car yeah, shop. No, no, no. It oh. was just like I knew I didn't want to do this. I'm gonna figure something out. I don't know what it is. Like, and that was before I tried college. I was like, maybe, maybe I should try college, and maybe I should do that. And I mean, luckily, like you, and I'm sure a lot of your viewers, you guys are a little bit younger. So, and if you guys can figure that out now, it makes it a lot easier. I guess kind of I got kind of a late start, especially in video. I mean, too. I mean even you, like you're still super young. I mean, like yeah. you're still super young. Yeah. Like a lot of people oh, come, yeah. a lot of people come to that realization like when it's too late. They're already in too deep. They already have yeah, kids. They have to pay for. They have to keep that car job. They can't. They have, yeah. too, they have too many obligate. They have too many obligations. Yeah. They can't. They're, they're already in too deep. So, like the fact that you weren't in too deep, you didn't have much obligations. I mean, that's yeah, all. that made it a little bit easier too. I would yeah. say, yeah, if, if I was deeper into if I had like a house and like uh, a couple of things and it would definitely be, be a little bit harder to say I need to walk away but I yeah. mean yeah definitely like money is not happiness and if you're not having like a good like if you come home every day and you're like damn this is like this is not what I want to do at all like this is like it's killing me so I was like this is not worth it so I'll figure something else out and I know like parents come in, come into huge play on like the decisions that you make and like a lot of the kids going to college and like just because their parents it's like parents pressure so like did you have any like oh. parent pressure of like you quitting your job and like were your parents worried or were they cool with it like what are your what are your parents like and like just yeah what so are like? it, it wasn't so much parents uh it was more of family and i guess um we all try to please our family we all try to like our grandparents for and sure our aunts and uncles like i mean you're very close with your, your parents, usually mom and dad, and you can usually tell them anything. And they they know who you are and they know what you want to do. But it was more of telling my family, like they're they're like, oh, you're not going to college right away. Um, and then when I ended up leaving college, that was tough. But uh, it actually, they ended up being totally fine with it. They like they are behind me now, like a hundred percent. My grandfather actually called my mom the other day and was like, oh, I am so happy for Sean. I'm so happy he's chasing his dreams. Like. I know I can tell college wasn't for him. Like he's doing so well now. He he called her like twice. Like his memory's not the best, so he mm -hmm. called her like over and over again. Like just like telling her how yeah. happy she was or how happy he was, and like and like I've always tried to like please family and like that. And so hearing that, it was really good knowing that I could. I guess I wasn't letting everybody down because that's your biggest fear, I guess. When for sure. You, when you grow up and yeah, everybody in your family goes to college. Everybody tells you you have to go to college. Everybody tells you that same thing. Mm -hmm. did, so and hearing did, that was good. Did you know that, that, did you want to go to college or was it one of those things where like you kind of expected to, so you did? Yeah, I was kind of expected to. Um, but I also wanted to try it at least. I mean, like, yeah. I might as well, I mean, I could have absolutely loved it, but it wasn't for me. Like, so, so like what, what did you I mean, get? I tried it out. Was it like the fir basic first two years where like you had like biology classes and like all kind of different classes yeah. and like you kind of were just like, all right, like this make it like for me like in high school it was just like I I don't really I can't really apply what the, like I'm exactly. I know I'm not gonna apply any of the stuff to real life so like I have to like have sense of what I'm learning to like 
to even like right. want to learn it. So basically, yeah. So you got yeah, into yeah. yeah, you got into wanting to travel a lot after I guess after the yeah. how long after the auto quitting the auto job did you like really get into trying to travel? Um. So it, I guess it kind of started during the auto job. Uh, yeah, I started doing free diving a lot, and so my buddy and I would do weekend trips. We'd either go to the springs or go to the beach and dive. And yeah. Then from there, it kind of just got into ski trips, and I would just drive to North Carolina with my brother for the weekend. And uh, for those that don't know, Atlanta, North Carolina is probably like four or five hours. So we do that in a day, and we go skiing. And it's not the greatest skiing, but I mean, it was it's snow. It was getting it's snowy. And then, yeah, and then just, I would just do road trips when I could. I'd do weekend road trips. I'd go hiking. I'd do as much as I could. Like, growing up, I didn't get too much travel. Uh, we, I mean, we played baseball, my brother and I growing up, so we did baseball trips and stuff like that. So that's where all the travel money went. I mean, we didn't get to go to super cool places. We went to, like, I think the Virgin Islands and the Dominican Republic. That's probably all, like, big trips I did growing up, I think. But those were all, like, just spring break kind of things. Yeah, just, like, one week little things right there yeah exactly yeah nothing nothing too serious in like culture or travel or no yeah, yeah it was very very sheltered kind of view i guess of the world which is not what i'm seeing now which i love so you're is this like you're in southeast asia right now yeah yes so like is this your first time to go like out of the country for like a real like real travel and not just like one week little excursions it's yeah like, yeah, I mean, I went to the Dominican Republic, but that was like only ten days. And like, okay, yeah, this, I remember you told me that. This has been like, I mean, I don't know how long I've been so gone. Like, at first, at first, yeah, you went to like you flew into Bali just a few weeks ago. Yes, yeah, yes. And I flew in there with Tyler, mm -hmm. and then we just, I think we stayed there thirteen days, and so we hung out there, checked out as much as we could, uh, and then I went to Malaysia for five days, spent some time there, just kind of worked and did some edits. I uh, didn't get to see much just because I was just so busy. I kind of wanted to just put my head down because when you're in Bali, you're just like, it's just everything is happening at once. It's just a lot to take in. Yeah. And so after that, um, I met up with my brother to spring break right now. And he decided he wanted to come out of Thailand and do this. So we're in uh, Phuket right now. And we've just been hanging out, going to the beach. We did a little boat tour the other day. Uh, I haven't been filming much either. It's just kind of like when you're traveling and you're filming, I'm sure you know, when you're when you're filming every day, and then you get time with your family. You're like, I don't want to film right now. Like as much as you want to in the back of your head, you're like, I wish I could take pictures. I want to film, but it's nice to put down the camera. Yeah, for sure. Like, like, like I always think like I wish I had someone to film me so I could be fully present. Right. So I could be fully yeah, present. Yeah. Kind of like a D Rock to Gary Vee or something like that. Kind yeah. of like someone who's like filming me, and so I don't have to like film myself or worry about it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I wish I was just like like a, like a robot just on site but yeah. you know like it's better get the get the dji drone and just have it trailing yeah, you know for sure one <laughs> like one day in the future like 10 years or 15 years oh, yeah. some technology like that's probably going to exist maybe we'll have like some contact lenses that do it for ourselves who knows but what's like some some things you've learned or things some differences you you've seen from being in bali than than what the us has to offer over here man it's it's a big world um, there's a lot out there there's a lot of different views. Yeah. Uh, we're very sheltered in the U.S., mm. very, very sheltered. And I've seen some of the poorest people or some of the happiest people. It's amazing. Uh, we get very caught up in our materials and all of our, all the things we own. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, people live in huts, and I've seen are the happiest people and the most inviting. And They'll invite you in. To, they'll cook you a meal, and it might be their last meal they have, but they'll cook it for you. And 
he'll be super nice about it. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, so I guess a lot of people don't really think outside of the U.S. They don't even like really know it exists. So like, or if they do, it's like it's still a sheltered look. Like they're going to go to the resort or they're going to go to yeah, for sure. I guess like Club Med or something like that. And it's going to be very. You're not going to. You're not going to meet the locals. You're not going to like be in the culture. So. Mm-hmm. so I know one big thing with you is you travel and you can you you're able to travel because you know how to travel cheap. And I know you're yeah. like and I and I know that you're like you're you're into like teaching people how to like and like bringing people to the realization that. No, like travel doesn't have to be expensive. You can travel for right. cheap. So give some tips to people that want to travel, which is basically every single young person, but they have the idea that it's just too much money and they can't do it, so they just throw their hands up and just like don't even try. So what are some tips that you have for them, or what are some what are some tips that you would like say to them to, to All like, right. yeah. So to start with, it's not easy. Um, okay. It's just like anything. If you want, if you want it, you can work for it. Like. Uh, I mean, there's a couple sites I use. I use Skiplagged to figure out the best dates. Um, I usually don't book on there. I just kind of look on there because it's got a really nice graph that gives you prices depending on dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I usually buy one-way tickets just because I don't know when I'm going to fly out. Um, I usually kind of go without a plan. Yeah, uh, that's the best way. But and, Yeah, exactly. I mean, then you use hostels and Airbnb. I haven't used couch surfing yet, mm-hmm. uh, but that is probably really – I know a lot of people like uh, that have done that. and I've heard a lot of stories. Mostly good. I've heard some bad stories. So I've heard some bad too, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I've I mean, heard good too. Stuff, yeah. Like, yeah. What's the I mean, stuff happens? Like you just have to like roll with the punches. Like you're gonna like have like spills and like have things happen that aren't planned, and it's how you deal with those. Um, but yeah, just I mean, it just takes time and patience. You can't. Um, I mean, if you have a certain date, it's a little bit harder. But if you have like a, all right, say you want to leave within a two week period, it makes it a little bit easier. You can pick a flight that's cheaper. You can pick a time that's cheaper. Um, and just be willing to be flexible, I guess. Um, and then there's always codes out there for Airbnb. If you get someone to sign up on your name, I think you get, or they get $40. So like, say you haven't used Airbnb before, I could give you like $40 in credit. So say you spend, I think it's like over $75. So in Bali, Tyler and I, we spent $30 a night, per, or $30 a night, so $15 a person mm. to stay. And right. it was I mean, a private pool, yeah, and it was, I mean, you just got to learn, and Southeast Asia especially is really cheap. So if you want to travel cheaply, uh, it's probably one of the places. But you just got to learn how to budget. Be smart about your money. Don't be like a super tourist and like go around with like trying to buy everything. And you have to be smart and negotiate and, I don't know, do – like renting a scooter is probably the best thing in Bali and Thailand at least. It's not super safe, but it will save you so much money. And like you get to experience a lot more things too versus being in a car where you're probably going to be on your phone looking at Instagram – Running through all the towns where you're not going to notice anything, versus on a scooter you're just like looking around, like meeting people. People are so nice too; it's crazy. Especially in Bali, they believe in karma, and like they they're always super nice. People are just inviting, just like the roads. I mean, the roads are chaos, but it's it's nice. Yeah. So basically, what I'm hearing is like the main cost is pretty much the flight, and after oh, the yeah. flight, I mean, depending on where you are, but like Southeast Asia specifically, like it's super cheap. Other than the flight. Like you can you can live super cheap and you can travel super cheap oh, yeah. over there. So like how much Actually, was the was, flight? How much was the flight? Uh, so if I only bought a one way ticket, so I think it was six hundred. So okay. it was a little bit I think it was a little bit pricier than I wanted. Um but I kinda bought it like two weeks before I left. Mm-hmm. Actually maybe maybe a week. Tyler and I picked a date and we were like, All right, let's go now and so we bought our tickets. Uh and then I we kinda wanted to land near the same times too, so I changed my price a little bit for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 
I mean, you can get round trip tickets. Sometimes it is cheaper to do that. Um, I just like to have the flexibility of a one way because if you have a round trip, you're kind of stuck on that date back. For so sure. if something comes up, yeah. you're kind of like. I don't like booking round trips. It's like one yeah. way. Just like, the yeah, fl- have the flexibility of like, you don't have yeah. to worry about coming back. Yeah, like say someone's like, oh, hey, you want to like go hop to this island for like a week? You're like, oh, no, I have a round trip flight. So I have to, no, I just say. Yeah. And if you, need, if you need a trip to get, so when you fly into other countries, you usually need a ticket out. So uh, Orbitz, I'm pretty sure it has like 24-hour, like you can cancel your flight. If you, so if you buy your flight, you fly into the airport, show them that you're flying out on that flight, you can just cancel it afterwards. Or you can just buy like a cheap $30 flight. Like in Asia, there's an airline called AirAsia. And I think Europe has a couple of airlines too mm-hmm. that are really cheap budget airlines, kind of like Frontier back home and uh, Spirit. And so you just buy like a $30 flight and just kind of like, like do like a visa run. Either go to like Malaysia or just go to the, one of the hubs. So like... You can't stay over there forever, can you? I know there's like rules and restrictions yeah. on. Yeah. There's only most of them, most countries have like a 30 day limit, um, but then you can just do a visa run, so you can get out for 24 hours, or you can just hop to so hop to a new country. So I mean, okay. I usually don't spend more than 30 days at one place, just because you can kind of see everything in 30 days. Yeah. So I guess it depends on what country you're going to. So like, is of course like the airlines always going to cost, but say you're going yeah. to Hawaii, like oh, you yeah. can't just stay in like nice pool views like you did so right t- let, let, so, them, let them know like what what the what the choice is for if you're going to somewhere like hawaii that's expensive so, or greece or what whatnot yeah so actually yeah so i started doing this uh and started this in dominican uh it's called work away um it's this volunteer program basically you volunteer your time your i guess talents or whatever you can offer in order for free stay free sometimes free food um at these amazing places uh and like you don't have to do just video or photo you could do reception uh, at hostels you could do cleaning i mean you could do just about anything i know you've done uh you did was it wolf or work away you did i did wolf no okay, no yeah, so okay wolf, it was work away it was work away yeah all right so the other one of those wolf and yeah. wolf is uh more of like i think gardening so it's like uh you basically pick weeds and garden so yeah. in exchange for free housing and there's another one uh, i want to say it's have my phone Wolf is Wolf is like W W O F F or something like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I think the other one is like backpackers. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look it up. I mean, yeah, just, just so, Google, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll place yeah. the links in the description or like I'll, yeah. pop, I'll pop tag them right here so people can find those. But it's basically just like giving your services and time and not money. It's basically right. like it's like twenty hours a week, some something around there in exchange for. Sometimes they give you free food. Sometimes they. It's definitely free stay, but sometimes they give you free food. Yeah. But that's what I did when I went to um, Malibu and after my junior year of high school, and then Maui um, right when I got there. So yeah, like I and that's know, what I did in Maui when I came. I came and hung out with yeah, you. Yeah, actually, Sean. Sean yeah, Sean was like my work aware, so like he came and stayed with me for like how much, like a month and a half or something yeah, like yeah. something like that. Yeah, so it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, like you, we got to like go all over the island and I had like a media production company so Sean was like a perfect candidate for like help me do video stuff so like people all over the world are going to need like your talents and like whatever like you can be a freaking welder and you can find somebody who has a welding job so English English is valuable I mean most of you on this channel are going to know English so uh, most countries are looking for English speakers just to like practice on I mean you don't have to like know their language um, I get tons of tons of emails about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just I'd rather focus on my work and 
better myself that way. But there are tons of opportunities. If you want to teach English, I mean, that's for yeah, sure. That's there are tons of opportunities to travel for free like that. You just pay for your flight and maybe transport to their resort or or wherever they are, and you're set. I mean, yeah, I guess like I'm going to Sri Lanka in. What's I'm going to Sri Lanka in a few days, and it's a surf surf school. So I'm going to go film and take photographs for the surf school, and help out with their media and marketing and stuff like that too. So, uh, so I'm going for three weeks. So I'm staying food and housing for three weeks, is taken care of. Nice. So that's basically you got to take advantage of that if you if you speak English, because oh, like yeah. all the other countries are learning English, and we don't have to learn right. any of their languages. So it's pretty much even if we're really bad at it. Yeah. So basically, everyone wants to know English, so that's a huge advantage for people that speak English and live in America. Um, so, where do you see yourself progressing, and where where do you see yourself when you're 27, 28 in five years? Where do you want to be with your video, media production, whatever, whatever your adventures or um, ventures are? Where do you see yourself? Think about so, it. Or um, yeah, I mean, I kind of like I've been thinking about it the past few days. I've I've been working on a couple of ideas because I don't want to just do photo and video because I, I know myself I'll get burnt out. Mm -hmm. uh, so I want to venture out. I've started a clothing brand. It's not I haven't put a lot of time into it yet. It's just it's not like locals super only. Local. It, the, uh, the brand's Adventure Crew, but this is just one of the shirts. Uh, just kind of like a test shirt. It's not perfect. Are we gonna we gonna have but, a, are we gonna have a link in the description. Is it gonna be ready? Yeah, we'll have, we'll have a link in there. Yeah, the website's okay. up. The shirts are all in there. Everything. It just uh, ships out real quick. But something else I want to start doing is actually uh, group travel trips, like affordable group travel trips, uh, basically content-based like travel trips. So there's so many trips out there that are going to take you to these amazing places, but they're not like set up for photographers, videographers, people that want to like capture amazing things, capture the moments. They're set up for people that either like backpackers or people that have a ton of money to blow. Um, I mean, just that's – or you can pay – I mean, these or these influencers – do these trips or they do these workshops and they charge you four or five thousand dollars to come for eight days and I mean I want to do something I want to have people come to Bali flight not included but like have people pay ten days like a thousand dollars so basically you're paying a hundred dollars a day I will set up your housing I set up like your scooter rental I will set up like the itinerary mm -hmm. so that's what I want to start doing is setting up like adventure trips so but affordable ones that everybody can do to show that travel is out there and like just focused on photography and like creating content and meeting new people and networking. Cause I think when you do these trips to be able to network with people, you make so many new friends and then you have these contacts and we have like our little group, which we all network with and like, yeah. it's awesome. So, so like, many people. like I met Tyler and then like through like our, me and your relationship, like Tyler, yeah. Tyler introduced, I introduced you to Tyler and you know, Tyler and then y'all travel to Bali together. So like, yeah, without even meeting before we just exactly like met up in Bali. So, I mean, that's, that is the power of Instagram now these days, uh, and it is great. It's got its benefits for sure. Social media is good for people like us, but we got to learn how to like get away from it too at certain points. It's yeah, hard. so that's pretty amazing how like we don't even have to meet anybody, and we can still like yeah. meet up with them and like connect with them. them. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So Sean is in Thailand. He's working on a clothing company. He thinks he's gonna venture away from video and photo. He might get tired of it, like. Still gonna do it, but I want. I'd rather have like uh, my income come from something else, so I could do this. When you start doing it as a job, I guess you you get bored with it because mm -hmm. I mean it's a job. Yep. So and I want to. I, I want to have a better revenue stream. Yeah, 
and I, and I know you have a girlfriend, and she's not traveling with you. So what does she what does she think of all this, and how does she deal with all uh, this? She's actually at my place right now. Uh, she's got an interview for an internship. Your place week. back on the mainland, yeah. Yeah, back in Atlanta. Um, and so she she wants to travel with me, but she is in school right now currently. So the opposite side of the spectrum, she is a senior at her uh, University of Huntsville. Um, and she, yeah, she's a senior. She's getting ready to graduate in December, and then we're probably going to actually do a travel after that. We're probably going to come to Bali and come hop around Southeast Asia. I know she wants to go to Greece and Italy, but she's definitely, uh, she's itching to come travel with me and come yeah. do this kind of stuff. I bet she is. I remember when you were in, you were in Maui, she was talking about yeah. how she was mad, and she was studying, <laughs> yeah. she was in class and studying for the exams, and you were out there in Hawaii just, like, living it up. So It's not easy. Yeah, I can imagine her situation. Yeah. I mean, so you think. Th through your travels recently, like what what has been the main thing that you've taken away from what you've learned from traveling? Um, I mean, I guess just living like it sounds cheesy, but living the moment. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so many times where, like, I guess after Hawaii too, I realized that I got home and I was like, man, that was an awesome trip. Like, it went by so quick, and like, I just wish I would have kind of lived in the moment a little bit more and kind of like just taken it all in. Yeah, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a I'm I struggle with this too like the the fact of living in the moment versus capturing the moment trying to find that balance between exactly yeah which is hard for us because like we feel like we should capture so much stuff especially when I'm in a place like this like I feel like kind of obligated to capture it and like share a story but at the same time like I want to be present I want to be here I want to like live it for sure because if, if you do two, if you do a hundred percent of one like if you do a hundred percent of living in the moment yeah. you have no memories or anything or documentation of capturing exactly. it if you fully capture it you you weren't actually in the moment you were just like yeah. videoing it so it's kind of a so that, that's that's one big thing you've taken away is kind of trying to find that balance of living and capturing yeah it's definitely it's definitely hard but um it's a good balance if you can find it i guess it's i mean i live a pretty cool life and i'm very lucky to live it so i just I don't mind trying to find the balance. I don't mind struggling with that. It's worth it. Nice. So how long are you going to be over there in Southeast Asia, and what are your plans in the next few months? Um, I'll probably be back like around early May. Um, and so I plan on going to Sri Lanka for about three weeks, and after that, I don't have a clue. Uh, I might go back to Bali. I kind of want to do that, and I kind of want to scout out some locations. If I do this group trip, I want to have an idea of, some other like hidden spots and kind of hard to find places. Um, okay, so you you are pretty serious about like doing the group trip soon, like. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I like I want to get like ten people, and I I mean I would love to do it like in fall. So I basically, mean, like, like, so basically, walk walk through like your your business plan of like like a overview of you're just gonna get some people. You're gonna like is it gonna be online? You're gonna have an online site, and you're gonna like um, yeah. set it all up. And just so it's gonna be through. It's gonna be through my clothing brand. It's just basically it's called Adventure Crew. So it's basically um, I'm building a community right now with that, and I want to build a, like a community following that everybody is helping each other. And the only pictures I post on that page are pictures that like people tag me. Like I'm not gonna go and pull pictures off like do you travel and all these amazing pictures. Like I want to have people that actually care about like my brand or care about it enough to tag me. I mean it's not too hard to tag. So I mean I'd rather have that than. I, there's there's so many pages out there that just go and pull pictures from all these amazing accounts and like, like I don't know just what are you offering at that point? You're just copying like mm -hmm. hundreds of other pages. So mm -hmm. I'd rather just create a community of people that want to travel and people that want to see the world. 
and do it affordably. I mean, there are people that for sure money. Right? They don't. They don't. For sure, it. a lot of young people just don't realize that they just like they just they want to, and they're always thinking about it. They're always thinking about. But getting- they just they can't. Like they're just like they they think mentally that there's like this there's this wall, I guess. Yeah. And you have to just break through that. You have to just say, screw it, I'm gonna do it. At one point, were you that person that, that couldn't break through the wall, yeah. and that at one point you realized that, hey, I'm just going to do it, and you went for it? Yeah, I think, uh, I guess the Dominican trip was, like, my really, like, kind of breakout, like, like, all right, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can, like, get out of this. Like, I, I don't know what I'd be doing if I didn't have photo and video and, like, had travel. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'd be I'd yeah. be a different person, I guess. For sure. It's kind of scary to think about. Yeah, but yeah, I guess you don't have to because you're doing it right now. Yeah, but basically, you 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 you're you're trying to focus more on helping people realize that yo, you can actually go out there and travel. And you're, yeah, you're I mean, gonna... I love I love seeing people like excited, and I love seeing people happy. Like, I don't know, I I like to help other people, and I I want to show people that like I mean, people spend a thousand dollars on a spring break easy, mm-hmm. and so if I can give you ten days like in Bali for a thousand dollars and like help you with your flights and help you show like show you how to do all that kind of stuff. I mean, and network, and if that's something you want to do, if you want to like get into photography or do that, I mean, I think that's a good route. Like, I wish I would have had that, because I mean, there's so many people that are offering these things, but they're just way too expensive. Like, I mean, their their profit margin is super high, mm-hmm. like for sure. But I mean, you have to make it a business. But how much profit do you need? Kind of, you're yeah, kind of exactly. You kind of want to make it affordable for the person, but also like you have to make money too because you're a business. But yeah, I mean, I'll still make money, but I'm not gonna make millions of dollars and hundreds sure. of thousands of dollars so but you, I'll make enough to live. You're, you're pretty much thinking happen. you're pretty much thinking that the, the, the plans offered right now are just too high of a profit margin. Right. It could be it could be a lot less for people you, 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 for encouraging right. people to travel. To do it affordably. I mean some of these trips are super luxurious too. Like I mean I don't need a super luxurious trip. If you need a super luxurious trip you get a resort. But like I'd rather sure. have like a I mean even a, even in Bali like you can get super like kind of luxurious oh. places for cheap. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I said, like Tyler and I like spent thirty dollars or fifteen dollars a night per person. Like, and we literally it was like so it's like four villas and one pool, and like there was only like one other couple. So it was literally like four people, a whole pool, and like all these villas like just chilling. So it was it was nice. I mean, nice. there's yeah, there's super affordable places. Like you can rent out whole like whole hotels and like it's way more affordable than you think. Um, but yeah, I just kind of want to be able to share that with other people and show them that it's possible to do this. Like, don't. I don't know. Just I want them to break out of their shell. Sure. And I feel like Bali is like on everyone's list, but I don't know. It, not a lot of people go there. I want people to be able to experience it before it gets too, too overrun with tourists. I guess it's still it is really touristy, but uh, not as much as Thailand. Thailand, is, yeah, for is sure. Touristy. And that's a that's a big thing. There's a lot of what I've realized is there's a lot of kids who are in that shell and they're like kind of trapped by other people's opinions, like their parents or right. kind of expectations of what they should be. And like, what what do you what would your advice be to that eighteen nineteen year old or anybody in high school that's like, kind of they they really know inside what they want to do, but they're kind of just kind of pushing that to the side because of other people's expectations. Like, what advice would you give to them? Um, I mean, truthfully, I guess yeah, be truthful with who you are. Uh, whoever you think you need to impress, you really don't. Uh, they'll probably love you either way. Uh, they'll probably support you either way. Um, like I said, like my, my, like I just wanted to impress my family. I wanted to keep them happy. And like, I thought like they would be so upset if I didn't go to college and it ended up, they were so proud of me and they were like behind me a hundred percent. And I went to college and made that, like did that whole thing. 
kind of thinking that I should do it, like, I guess to, like, be, uh, be someone who they thought I was, and that's not who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess just, like, really, I mean, just don't, don't do something because you think somebody else wants you to do it. Do it, like, because you want to do it is the biggest thing. Like, that's super yeah, huge. That's I super it, huge. It, yeah. I mean, it takes making that mistake, really, to know that, and it's so hard to, like, make that mistake. It's, I mean... But if you can not make the mistake and if you can just realize it, then it's just 10 times. It might not take that mistake. It might just take Sean yeah. saying it right now and watching the podcast. Yeah. Like, like I, I, one big thing I, I think is like learning from other people's mistakes is super smart. That's just like a super smart idea. So you don't have to live it yourself. Don't be stubborn. Yeah. yeah don't be stubborn. Just yeah, learn from my mistake. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm glad I made the mistake. I did, I did learn from it. I learned who I am and like, um, and who my, how, like how my family treats me and how that all yeah, worked out. For but, sure. I mean, I don't, and I don't even think parents like. It's not even about college. Like, they just want you to be happy, that, and they think college is like the only right. route until you do something else and prove to them, and then they'll be okay with it. They're not like, oh, right. college is the only thing. Like, no, like they just want you to be happy. Is what I realize. Is like a lot of kids, they don't think college is for them, but their parents do. But and they just do it anyways, and they get out with tons of debt, and it's just not not a good not good in yeah. the end. Um, yeah. And college, yeah, the debt. Is just, yeah, co- yeah, the debt is a whole different story. We can go on with that, but we're not going to go on with that because um, I just, still have college debt, and I went for one semester. So no, don't go to, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least so if you're not sure, just kind of like hold. Like doing a gap year is actually a great idea. Like I wish I would have like done like a gap year with travel and like done an experience and like work away would be a great time to do like something to do in that gap year because mm-hmm. you can go volunteer your time and travel would be super cheap. Uh, sure, and they do it in the U.S. too. So if you want to like travel to the U.S., you you can do it that way too. I, t- I touched on this in the last podcast podcast with Jai, and we were talking about how it's a good idea to right after right after um, high school, don't automatically go to college if you don't know if that's the right thing. Like, figure spend time right. figuring out what it is you think you might enjoy doing, not just not just go to college just because that's what you want, like that's what people expect you to do because like. You could end up saving money. You end up saving time. Like, what do you think? Do you think that's a good idea to spend some time, or like, what would you suggest to after high school seniors, like right after right after high school? I mean, there are some people that I like. I'm sure you like. There's some people in your high school class. You're like, all right, they want to go to college. They like that's that's their that's their plan. Like they they know what they want to do in their life and yeah. they have it figured out. But for those that don't have it figured out, they don't know what they want to do. Like, don't know the degree they want to get, um, or kind of just like signing up for classes, not really knowing like what they're, what they're doing. Yeah, I would say hold off. Maybe like, yeah, take a gap year. Um, go do something. Yeah. I mean, try to find yourself like travel and travel by yourself is really a good way to like learn who you are and, uh, learn yourself. Cause I mean like tons of like nights I've spent camping, like with no cell service and like that. And like, you just, you think you learn, like you realize, especially like when you're like put in situations where it's like way too hard. Like Marshall and I had one hike, where we had like no water, no food. Oh <laughs> my god! We were both so delirious. We were we were like halfway up this hike. And I remember we like at, not not even half, like literally like a quarter, like a quarter up. Not even, maybe not even a quarter, like one seventh. And we were like, we should turn back. I, we we were I like to turn back. And Marshall was like, no, no, no. And then he talked me through it, and I was like, All what did right, I say? I said, I said, what I said, I said something along the lines of. You remember, you regret more the things that you don't do than the things that you do do. Something like that. I was like, it's, it's only a temporary thing. Like, you feel really exhausted right now. But, like, after the fact, like, I'm super glad that we did that hike. 
Like if we were to remember it because it was so tough. Too. Yeah, like, and it for was sure. Like, it's like the, such like I guess like when you have the struggles and you have uh, like things come up. That's those are the times you remember. Like yeah. the things that go smooth and like it's uh, it's more fun to like have screw ups. I guess we literally didn't even know where we we're going. We we're just going like like yeah. ninety degrees up. We went the long way around too. Yeah, we oh. we got there and we came back down. We like we got one fourth up. We didn't have any water, so we went all the way up and all the way down without water. And we right I after to eat some wild berries. Like, yeah, like so right bad. after, like the we were like we rushed. We got in the car. We're like get in the car. We went to the first gas station and like got some water bottles. And we like chugged the water bottle. Uh, we didn't even pay for them. We're just like chugging them. We went up and paid for them afterwards. It was it was so bad. We we're so I'll, dead. I'll plug I'll plug the the vlog to that. I don't even think I had. Yes. I'll plug the vlog to that in the description, but. Yeah, that was that was a good time. So, like on the way back, I remember I was like, you know, this is, I've never been more thankful for water in my life. Like, I'll, yeah, I will I will be exactly. more thankful for clean water from now on. Like that that's how bad it was getting. And that's something you learn outside of the states too. You learn how like valuable water is. Like, yeah, I haven't been in a country yet where you're not where you're supposed to drink the water out of the faucet. <laughs> really? So, yeah, even like even Thai people won't drink their water. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they drink, all drink bottled water. Okay. Uh, Bali. Uh, Pretty sure most people drink bottled water, but I think uh, like Balinese people or Indonesians will drink will drink their own water. But so, what's the like the the, the happiness level? Are, like, are people? I know there's poverty over there, but like, are they happy with what less, or like, are they not happy with what they have, or like, what what's general vibe going on over there in Southeast Asia? Um. Yeah, like I said about Bali people, like Indonesians, I think, or I guess Hindu in general. Um, they believe in karma, so they believe in like good deeds, like bring happiness and bring good, good, like good karma. Uh, so they're very nice and very gracious people. Uh, I guess there definitely is an influx of money now, but I still think they're pretty happy and mm. they're very, they're some of the nicest people. I mean, that was my one of my favorite things about Bali. They're some of the nicest people, some of the most inviting people. Like at one point, uh, Tyler and I used to ride our scooters. It was right next to our house. We used to ride our scooters past these guys. They would sit in this little hut and drink beer every night. And so we'd always say, hey, and like wave at them. And then one night they called us over and went and drank with them. And they were some of the nicest guys. And they told us these stories and ended up hiring a driver the next day through through one of them. I guess, was, uh, I guess they were related. Mm-hmm. And had a great day with him. Went and saw some things. But, I mean, yeah, just the people. is just like, yeah, they're, they're so happy. Like money, money is an objective for them. But at the same time. For sure. I feel, I feel like a lot of times in the States we get caught up in like material possessions that you yeah. don't even need like I, i've come to realize that like i've pretty much simplified my life as much as possible and not having to buy anything that it's not necessary so like you have to that means you like you spend less time working to try to get that money and more time spending yeah. time on like more things that you enjoy so you, you don't have to get as much but it's like the american like lifestyle it's kind of like i mean it sounds terrible it's like kind of like a rat race at this point it's like you just like you work your butt off for 50, 60 hours a week and you're just paying your bills. It's just, I don't know. It just doesn't sound like the greatest thing yeah, to do. I mean, good thing you came to that realization. Um, yeah. I mean, because I was doing it at the same time. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, a lot of people, off off and, yeah. like, what's the alternative for most people? Like, yeah, most people, I like, mean, it's hard. Some people don't have that option. Like, I mean, if you have a family and you have other things going on, it's hard to do that. But I mean, there still are other ways to like, relax and I guess try to break that cycle and maybe live more humbly be a little bit smarter about how you live don't spend oh. so much money you gotta like, I mean, if you decide to to take that different route like quitting your job at the, the auto place or or me not going to college like you gotta live humbly like 
That's just what yeah. it is. You gotta live humbly you until you can afford not. not to. Yeah, pretty much. I think in, I think in Malaysia for five days I spent like fifty US total for all five days, like for all my food, everything. So, and I think I had money left over, and I, I just spent it because I didn't want to have to do the currency exchange and lose lose money. So, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's just, just learn how to live smart and budget. I guess, yeah, that's a big thing. All right, we need to don't spend money on drinks, alcohol. God, oh for sure. Oh wow. Yeah, my brother. I, used to, I was I was that kid. I had the hundred dollar bar tab all in, every time, and no, just, a night, like every time we'd go out. Yeah. Oh no. That yeah, was, that could run up. Like. Like, oh, oh yeah, you think about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me get into a tough question right here. And you can take some time to think about it, but this is kind of a toughie. Alright, so we're all at Sean's funeral, right? Say you're a hundred years old. Let's just say you live to be that long. You're hundred years oh, old. Man. Or you were a hundred years old. What what do you want people to remember remember you by and what do you want them talking about at your funeral about you? Hmm. This is a tough one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I just want to like be able to. I just want to be known to like I guess help others and like just inspire people to like break the norm. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. Even if it's just something small, like I mean, you don't have to like quit your job and drop out of school, but like just like try new things, do things that you wouldn't normally do. I guess venture out of your comfort zone. Like being in a comfort zone is just oh, it, it sucks. I hate being in a comfort zone. I like. I like to be outside that comfort zone. I like to be like a little bit scared, like a little bit like, what am I doing? Because that's when you really learn and you really push yourself. Yeah, let's talk about that for a little. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, because I've realized that me myself, I, it's this constant struggle, constant battle between, like, the human mind wants to be comfortable, but it also likes right. the things that come from being uncomfortable. So it's kind of finding right. that, like, like I like sleeping in and not going out and staying in my bed all day. But I also like the things that come from being uncomfortable, which is like the memories that come from it. So it's kind of like right. I'm the same same way. Yeah, I think that's like, like that's, that's how the human mind works. But like, once you make that jump to decide to do the uncomfortable thing, like the result afterwards is more rewarding. But exactly. But the human still chooses to be more comfortable. So like, what are your thoughts on how like how can someone be choose to be more uncomfortable and like what are the rewards that come from it? I mean, just, uh, yeah, it's like that movie, like, Yes Man, I guess. I don't know. Just, like, kind of say yes to more things. Like, routine way good, Way easier said than done. Yeah, sure. yeah, true. That is so true. But, like, I mean, you don't have to say yes to everything. You can just, like, say, I don't know, say you're a girl and, like, your friend's going to yoga class and she invites you. And she's like, hey, I got a free pass. Like, why not just try something new? Like, what do you, like, the thing is, what do you have to lose is kind of mm-hmm. my, my biggest thing. Like, mm-hmm. what's the worst that could happen? What do you have to lose? Like, yeah. and, like, then what do you have to gain? Like, I mean, like, New friends, like new experience, like why not just try, try new things? Like, yeah, like humans best, just best love being comfortable. Like humans just love yeah. being comfortable. Like as much as I like the stuff that comes from being uncomfortable, like I, I still sometimes find myself just being in like really comfortable zone, and I have to force myself to get out of it. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to force yourself, and I mean, see, I'm, I, I'm in an uncomfortable place, and then I'm comfortable, and like I love a routine for us, like working out and stuff like that. But at the same time, I don't always have the same gym. I don't have the same things. And so you have to learn how to like create a routine within your uncomfortable environment, I guess, or create a small routine. You don't have to have the same daily routine, but just have like, I think there's certain things you should do every day, but I think there's also like, you should try new things every day too. Uh, whether it be from like, like here, like 
just go get street food. Like, don't go to like the sketchiest looking place and get street food. That's not a smart idea. Maybe go to somewhere where everyone else is getting street food and like try try some new foods that like you haven't tried before yet, or or just like meet new people, like talk to people. Like people have great stories, especially like older people. Man, like I'm sure like with your grandparents too. Like you yeah. ask them some stories and like mm-hmm. it's unreal what they can tell you. Yeah, like I'm gonna get into. I'm gonna be going to retirement home soon, so that's a different story. But I'm gonna be asking them a bunch of questions. You'll hear some good stories, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, closing questions here. Put you on the spot again, real quick. Who are a couple of guests that you would like to see on this podcast? You can think a little bit and just see who you would like to see on this podcast. It can be anybody, anybody. Wait, you can go big, wait. you can go small. You can check yeah. your check your Instagram feed. Anything. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think you should talk to Tyler because he's doing the gap year. So mm-hmm. I think that would be good to get his perspective because I think I know he is going to college. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see how he views it. Like what what, what uh, he took away from his gap year. I'm definitely going to get Tyler exactly. on there. Yeah. And oh, the one more. Oh, oh, I'm going to get mad. Yeah. She's like, why did you decline my call? <laughs> Sorry, babe. I'll call you back in a second. Um, right, so we got Tyler. Uh, let me see. It could be anybody. They couldn't. They don't have to deal with anything about gap year college. Just any any interesting person in general that people can benefit or get value from, or just learn. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um, maybe some of the Hawaii, one of the Hawaii boys, or something. Just something because I mean they definitely have a different view on life. So mm-hmm. Somebody from Hawaii, uh, just because they have a different lifestyle, they're a different grow up, like different way to grow up. Maybe someone from a different country too. I, I don't have any names. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but. Yeah, maybe someone from a different country and see how they grew up and like what the view is. I know you did that with uh, Jai, or is it Jai or Jay? Or? Jai. Jai, yeah, you did that with him. Um, All right, so yeah. we'll definitely get Tyler on for sure. Yeah. Um, and where can these peeps find you on social media or online? All right, so currently it is Instagram. So Instagram at Sean Ingram, S-E-A-N, Ingram, underscore, underscore. I'm trying to get that change. I'm trying to find somebody to switch up with. That can be hard. Uh, that can be hard. Dude, it's so – all right. So the only the guy that has Sean has been inactive, and every Sean goes on there and comments. And I remember you, you, met, you met up with a Sean Ingram, didn't you? No, oh, no. I found one. Yeah, I found one. Yeah. It's like uh, – but it's so hard to find like a good like username. But yeah, under, I have two underscores at the end of my username, so I guess it makes it stand out now. Mm-hmm. That's Instagram. Uh, and then Adventure, Adventure Crew. Yeah, Instagram for Adventure Crew. We'll link everything below. For sure. Um, and then my website is SI Visuals. That's kind of like more like branding, like uh, Lightroom kind of stuff. I also sell Lightroom presets. That's also how I make money. If mm-hmm. you're a photographer, there's another way to do that. You won't make a ton of money, but it's enough to like buy food every once in a while, so mm-hmm. which is good. And I saw your recent vlog today, so check, plug yeah, that, plug that YouTube channel. Yeah. Plug that YouTube channel. I think it's just Life of Sean is the YouTube channel. Uh, you should be able to find it on there. Uh, yeah, I'm starting blogging. I'm not going to blog every day. I'm not going to blog. I don't have a planned blog set yet. I'm just going to try to blog certain trips. Uh, I vlog Nusa Panita. I also vlogged when Tyler and I did a road trip in Bali. So we hired a driver and we hit a couple spots. So I vlogged that. I'm probably going to vlog going to Sri Lanka because I'm actually sleeping in the airport. I got an airport hotel, actually. It's like in the airport, but it's like what? a bed. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like $40 a night. Because I heard like the Malaysia airport has like bed bugs on the floor, like in certain areas. So yeah. I was like, all right, I'm not about trying to get bed bugs. So I was like, all right, I'll pay forty dollars to get a good night's sleep in a shower. Because I mean, I just I hate flying after shower, like not shower. So I'm gonna do a vlog for that. I think it'd be kind of funny. Um, and yeah, definitely, definitely vlog in Sri Lanka. And oh, 
Uh, I'll be posting a lot on their Instagram account. I'll, I'll set that up too, and I'll, I'll link that below uh, once it gets set up, I guess. So probably if, if you're watching this video within like a week of its posting, you probably won't see it, but after that, you'll see it. For sure. Uh, hi, Sean. Appreciate <sighs> you coming on, brother. brother. Definitely. It was, it was a pleasure. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people got value out of this. The main takeaway is probably... Hopefully. Main takeaway is probably, yo, you don't have to travel expensively. You can travel cheaply, oh, yeah. just like Sean is. He's a great example of this. Take action from him. Go follow him on all social media and just see what he's up to and how he's actually traveling for free. Not for free, but cheaply. I'll be, I'll be awesome if it was for free, but it's not. But One day. One day. For sure. I, Sean, appreciate you, <laughs> appreciate you coming on, brother. Definitely. We'll talk soon. See ya. Peace. Really hope you guys enjoyed that podcast. Sean dropped some bombs of value. I um, hope you guys can take whatever he said and are able to go execute on it. Um, but if you enjoyed this podcast, please go leave a review and rating on iTunes. Um, it means a lot and it will help me a lot. And also, let me know if you made it to the end of the podcast. I want to know who's who's watching. And the person, I'm going to pick somebody who leaves a comment and who leaves a review to shout out on the next podcast. So, do that, and I'll shout you out, and it also helps me a lot. So, yeah, peace until the next podcast.